We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the week 12 Gilcast. Oh, wait, this isn't the Gilcast, is it? What the hell I am wish I it was. Here? What show is this? How long this have is... you been rehearsing that opening, Sammy? <laughs> <laughs> not, not long enough. Not, not long, long enough. enough. I swear to God, it was natural. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a bad show. Kitchen, kitchen better, can't go on vacation, kitchen. dude. Kitch, kitchen can't. Kitchen. <laughs> Okay, so I'm Sammy Reed. We had to get rid of Kitchen because, I mean, frankly, I don't know. He, his lineups were too good lately. They had to get a fish in here. So here I am. Well, he, he played Jeff Driscoll in cash, but also played Christian McCaffrey. So this is actually, a, I don't know if you got the, the, the notice. This is a forward thinking show, Davis. So, oh, all right. Yeah. So got some White Walker. It's getting lit here on this whole cast. We're joined by Peter Overzet. Peter, como están? Bien, um, just so you know, this is normally where you ask for my overview of the week, but uh, actually what we really need to do is tell everyone to smash the subscribe and the like button right now. <laughs> smash it. Corporate said to down smash the like button. Below us. It's down below. Um, I'm doing good, Sammy. I, uh, I ate ramen noodles with uh, Mexican tap water and lived to see the day. So I'm running good already. Pat Corain, not so lucky though. How how many how many man's coins did you spend on your trip? Man's coins, they all of them. That was uh, because I don't have any more money left. I'm down to my last hundred dollars, and uh, luckily they take lots of uh, man's coin in Mexico. Show show the people your man's coin inventory. <laughs> you showed I mean, us yeah, show them show them the bag. <laughs> this this is not a deflationary currency. <laughs> if anyone if anyone needs a man's coin. <laughs> We get a referral for you have to give us referral for anything you sell though. Yeah, yeah. We got we got ten percent of that split three ways. 
Yeah, well, the the referral kickbacks come back in physical crypto as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> True, I did get my man's coin it, and, and I did. That's good. Dave, Davis actually needs more altcoins to uh, to hold right now. I think he's I think he's doing pretty well with that. So, yeah, if anyone needs any Stellar Lumens, I will give you uh, I will give you a discount on Stellar Lumens. I, I believe their listed price right now is zero cents. So, Davis, you, you look like a you look like a snowboarding pro right now. <laughs> That's like, honestly, that's kinder than whatever Kitchen would have said. I'm so glad that he's not here. This is going to be a good show. <laughs> well, you want to uh, know why why Davis is so bundled up, right? Because it's Patrick Laird's season. It's Patrick Ooh. Laird's season. That's Ooh. why I had to bust out the hat. You know, it's getting a little cold in here with Patrick Laird front moving he on is, He is an ideal head-to-head GPP play, Peter. No doubt about it. I need to get Tuttle, <laughs> terrible Tuttle insurance on this pick later in the show. Don't burst my bubble now, though. Tuttle. Yeah, I don't know. Silva, Silva said that he was a, a PPR league winner on Twitter to uh, our old friend, hello, John Moore. No one listening to this show remembers John Moore, but he's a true legend. He is. Well, this show is going to be completely off the rails. The one thing Soccer Dave is actually good at is like keeping us on pace. I'm not going to do any of that noise. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, 05. Do you have any uh, thoughts on the slate here? Just that Soccer Dave's actually better than at catching a cold than keeping the show on track. <laughs> <laughs> I do not, uh, know, hey, I do not hey. know an adult that's been more sick. Uh, a, man, a man cold, Tuttle. A man cold, bro. A man cold. Guys, I can't make the show today. It's, man, I can't get to a computer. Oh, actually, that does remind me. So, uh, Kitchen did die, and um, I have his ashes here. In this Tennessee Titans. Oh, uh, boots no. on the ground. Boots on the ground. So if you guys have any questions about stuff in Tennessee, um, we can see what Dave's aura has to say about it. Okay, good. We got boots on the ground. This is important. This is very important because it may or may not be Derrick Henry season. Davis, you want to give us a, a brief overview of, of the slate here? Well, there's only one game with a total north of 48, and uh, that game involves Jameis Winston and Matt Ryan. Uh, I think half of the pool is going to go galaxy brain and just be like, no, dude, the Falcons, they fixed their defense. They intercepted Kyle Allen four times. They, they, they got it all. They got it all figured out. And if you actually look at that Panthers game, they probably could have scored 40. I, I think like if, if Kyle Allen would have just been uh, Josh Allen or Brandon Allen, they, they, they would have scored four touchdowns, I think. Uh, instead, he was the worst Allen of the weekend. So that's your, your whole weekend is really going to be based on do you think the Falcons' defensive improvement is real or is it not? And then uh, how many interceptions does Jameis Winston throw? Is this the game they finally bench him and turn to Ryan Griffin? Or, uh, I mean, they, like I don't even know. Is Blaine Gabbert off? No, Blaine Gabbert's still on the injured reserve, so it's, it would be Ryan Griffin's season if, uh, if Jameis Winston was benched mid-game. So I don't know. So it's what it's whatever you want to do with it's whatever you want to do with Tampa Bay Atlanta. I'm I'm just gonna be a chalk donkey and go after it because defenses don't matter. Well, and also Jameis is the optimal quarterback. He just plays. Yeah, he plays optimal. in an optimal way. Yeah, all good. So I mean, I don't know how you fade him. Uh, Tuttle, what are your thoughts on the slate, my man? Yeah, it's an ugly slate. You're gonna. It's have- really ugly. Oh yeah, Especially the running back position is you're gonna have to do some ugly things. You might have to go back to places you don't want to go back. There's like six good running backs on the whole slate, maybe. One yeah. of them, one of them being like Kalen Balage. Well, that's not. That is incorrect. Yeah, let's not get crazy. This is we're ten minutes in. He said Kalen Balage. <laughs> yeah, we're already 
Totally. I was opening. I was opening it up for Patrick Laird's season, and then Peter didn't take the cue. No, because you do not mention that guy's name on the Patrick Laird <laughs> episode of the Swolecast. That is blasphemous. That was disrespectful. Uh, Pete, what are what are you doing uh, without without Arizona on the slate? Uh, hopefully, actually winning money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what am I doing on this slate? Well, um, all of my attention is going toward this single entry head to head GPP lineup on Billy <laughs> Frisco Josh. And he's I, really the villain of this show, Frisco Josh. He is. And my mind is in a bender because he's going to play like six guys from the buy low model. And um, yeah, I know this is helpful for everyone else, uh, but um, that's where I'm at. Who's the, who's on the buy low model this week? Julio Odell. Uh, so those guys are locks, and anyway, so, like actually, those are, those are those are going to be too. like. That's my point. He's going to spin this as it was in the buy low. Little do we know. I mean, or we do know. It's all because uh, the Bucks are a funnel defense. That's why Julio's going to go off. <laughs> <laughs> there, those my, guys are literally the two two of the three highest projected guys in all the projection systems. And Miami doesn't have Xavier Howard is the reason. Why. Oh no. Oh, what are they going to do without Xavier? Who's going to shadow dude? I don't even. Okay. Sammy, can you name another Miami dolphins defensive player? Go Kiko Alonso. Is he still on the team? Wow. I, I would have. There's some guy named Needham. And I only know that. Oh, because... Nick Needham. I actually know who that is because yeah. Matt Mancharshan came on my podcast and touted him as like a UDFA. <laughs> like he was like, oh, this guy's so sick. He came on your podcast. It was like him and Brian Hill later. <laughs> yeah. No, Nick Needham. Nick Needham is legit. I only know that because I would read like the box score or like the play by play, and it'd be like Nick Needham, John Brown, 60 yard reception <laughs> on Nick Needham. John Brown, 50 yard reception on. Nick <laughs> Tackle made by Nick Needham. Yes. Nick, uh, Nick Needham is our generation's Craig Elo. All right, let's let's go to quarterback, boys. Let's talk about all the other quarterbacks who are suboptimal besides Jameis Winston. Pete, start us off, man. Who do you like? Suboptimal? I mean, yeah, I mean, Jameis is the optimal quarterback. I don't, I don't know if you listen to the Gilcast, but oh, he listens to the Gilcast, bro. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I would love to stack Laird with Ryan Fitzpatrick at five thousand. <laughs> Uh, Baker Mayfield, 5,900 <laughs> Carson Wentz, 5,600. No, we, someone, someone obviously has to tout Driscoll at, uh, at, at his new like ceiling price. Like I, I guess someone's got to do it. Too expensive. Driscoll season's over. Damn. You hate to see you it. One, you had one shot, you know, and, and you missed it. It's okay. Well, you technically missed it. Seeing as how you got what? 21 from Driscoll and, uh, and, tough tough scenes i mean all right so here's let's just get my terrible take out of the way now we can get it out of the way at quarterback so it doesn't have to plague the rest of the show dak prescott is third in the nfl in total fantasy points scored he is number one in the nfl in yards per pass attempt he's number one in the nfl in expected points added the last time the new england patriots faced an athletic quarterback with a strong arm that quarterback put up 37 uh points on the board against them and uh made Bill Belichick look like a uh, fancy Brian Flores. And uh, I, I think Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Randall Cobb, uh, these guys are good tournament options. And I would be surprised to see Dak at over 3% owned in like single entry or three max. Sammy Reed. 
permission to list he, off every quarterback that Derek Cardi has projected for more points than D- Dak Prescott. <laughs> permission oh, it's everyone. D- Wait, Dak Prescott I, is. I, I, I have the floor. The time. I have While the floor. Saying this, hit the like and subscribe button down below. Matt Ryan, Lamar Jackson, Jameis Winston, Deshaun Watson, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, Jacoby Brissett, Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, Mitch- Mitchell Trubisky, Josh <laughs> Allen, Sam Darnold, Ryan Tannehill, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Nick Foles, and Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> we have we have the same thing at Daily Roto. It's like like he is he is projected for the same amount of fantasy points as Mason Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, that's what it. Yeah, he's right you're just, you're just too sharp, bro. What are you still doing on the Soulcast? You're too sharp for all this. Now. I mean, I just if I'm gonna if I'm gonna come on this show every week and be like, I don't know any defensive players. Defenses don't matter. It's not like I can go away from it when this quarterback who's been amazing for fantasy plays in a bad matchup. It's like, I gotta, I gotta be one person or the other. I can't abandon my roots. All right. This is just doing this to fire off some more uh, tweets about uh, Dak Prescott MVP. That's all I'm getting so many interactions, dude. It's so good. My <laughs> well, engagement. The great, the great my... part is that you shade Aaron Rodgers during it, which which really infuriates the people, and that's really mm-hmm. what you're all about. The, the people, the people don't like it, and I <laughs> love it. <laughs> Tuttle, what, what do you think about quarterback this week? Are you uh, are you on the Dak bandwagon with your boy Davis? Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that one. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in cash games, it's kind of looking like Matt Ryan's going to be the optimal construction. And then... You think Ryan over Jameis? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, Jameis is I don't know about play. that, bro. Um, side bet? Oh, how did the side bet last week go, Davis? I, I paid you in like the first quarter. I don't even remember what it was. I just remember <laughs> I had to pay you right away. <laughs> no, Debo, Debo made it a sweat. Davis was galaxy braining and was like, Oh, oh dude, Debo's I galaxy. A, Debo, Debo Samuel's an awesome play, but I'm going to play Kenny Stills over him for $600 more. And so I bet. I believe it was $500 more. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. I, I played uh, uh, Muhammad Sanu for $1,100 more. <laughs> <laughs> Do I win? <laughs> at least, even though he was a terrible play, you can at least use the sprained ankle as an excuse now. How did people like, not get off of him when Nikhil Harry was active? I mean, I'm the dumbest guy out here, and even I knew not to play Muhammad Sanu. <laughs> He was he was in Mexico and like one of the leaders <laughs> came up and he's like, Thomas the new no bueno. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Pete, quarterback for you, man. Uh I I'm legitimately considering Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh otherwise Baker. I like Baker. Yeah, ba- Baker's like the the contrarian chalk, right? Is is he not gonna be owned? I'll be like 8%, I bet. <laughs> oh, oh we're, we're back to play the best plays. The only ownership I care about is what Josh Frisco Jones. <laughs> I mean, if, if people were smart, It'll be zero if they wanted to make that. if people wanted to make great lineups, all they would do is use Pete's play the best plays and then play like one person from the buy low air model and then one person from like Ian Harditz's helicopter. Shopper. Can I like, can I that's the winner. Can I give a fancy? Can I give a, a fancy stat here? Oh yeah! In the sense of this is literally the least fancy stat ever. The Miami this is the Dolphins. Worst stat you've ever you've ever dropped on the show. And it might not even be correct. Uh, the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. Oh, just like the John Brown one. <laughs> the, no, no. The worst one ever was the Delaney Walker one that I just stone cold made up on the spot. <laughs> 
You also said Curtis Samuel wasn't fast earlier this year. <laughs> what I meant to say was that Curtis Samuel wasn't good, obviously. Uh, so the, the stat that I have to give is that the Miami Dolphins have not allowed uh, a 300-yard passer all year because every team is just up by so many points on them. And I think that the uh, the Miami Fail Browns or the, the Cleveland Fail Browns may be the first team to be in a competitive game against them and throw for 300 yards. So that's, that, that's the fancy stat. That was the floral hoodie of stats right there. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any any last quarterback takes? Um, uh, I, I like Darnold a lot. The, the Raiders have the worst pass rush in the NFL, and the Jets also have a bad pass rush, but a good run defense. So that Jets-Raiders game is my pick for the gross game of the week that like randomly is like 38 to 20 or 35 to 28 or whatever. Who do you who do you stack him with? Are you like Team Ryan Griffin? Or are you like Jamison Crowder? Crowder, yeah, oh, yeah. Crowder just gets he gets he gets five for fifty every week, and he like might randomly score like he did last week. Actually, anybody, I think he sc- scored three weeks in a row. Would you Robbie Anderson him at all? Is that is that a play the best plays, Pete? What what are, where, no, what does that, that fall under? That, is that, that falls Galaxy? under the the Will Fuller Martingale system when you just play. Uh, <laughs> You play, you play till you get the 92-yard touchdown. I wish I was kidding. You just play three targets each week, hoping he, he thinks one. And then the one week he goes off, he's 40% owned. You move up like five spots. Not if you full fade him and cash in single entry like we did. This is a reverse Martindale. <laughs> 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 broke. Reverse Martindale is just called gambling, Sammy. <laughs> we have missed every slate breaking receiver. Oh, the, the Christian, the Christian Kirk 45 burger that me, you and Nate all were just like, no, thanks. We don't need that. Hey, Kirk played on the outside though. So it was good. Deci- it was good. Decision making <laughs> process. A, it was a good process. <laughs> 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 I'm so broke. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Mike! Mike Honcho is so tilted right now. We got to make a DraftKings team. Yeah, uh, we want. We want to make a. No, we got to talk about running back first. <laughs> we got to talk about good running backs, dude. That's uh, not how the show goes, bro. We do. We do DK, then we do running backs. You sure? Yeah. Well, I mean, hell, hell with it. I don't care. Let's make a team. Who gives a damn? Grab All me. right, let's let's guys. We should just make Peter's head-to-head GBP team right now. Yeah, you do have you to. Wanna, do you, Peter do you has still to play, play DraftKings, or are you like Yahoo only now? Um, I will, he's on I, fantasy up. I now play on Los DraftKings, <laughs> which is a Mexican-only uh, version <laughs> of DraftKings, where I get my salary and pesos, so I'm able to jam in all the studs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pull it up, Pete. You're first. Patrick Laird, 3,400. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Mate, tis, you're welcome. Tis I just gave you access to all the other good plays. This is a cash game. Lineup. This is it. This is a head-to-head cash game uh, GPP lineup. I'm all right. The, yeah, go ahead. No, Dave, Davis, go ahead. Um. Well, I will. Since we have Patrick Laird, I'm just going to take Michael Thomas instead of Julio Jones. Then. You're welcome. It's head-to-head GPP season. Yep. Tuts. I hate this week. Nikhil Harry. 
Oh! Such a good head-to-head GPP play. Oh, I mean, you can play them in cash, honestly. Yeah. 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 Cash lineup. This is good. Dude, so we're making a studs and studs lineup. Yeah. St- yeah. Just, just all studs, the, so far, we've taken three studs. Let's see if uh, Sammy can keep it going with a fourth stud. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys know, but I've stepped in as the boots on the ground guy. I have it on good authority. Good authority that there's a huge pass funnel going on. Oh, God. Going on in Tennessee, and it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Big, big, big funnel defense. It's Derrick Henry season at a nice 6.9K. You just said it was a pass funnel. Well, it's a run. It's it's a reverse pass funnel. It's, it's like a oh. differential yeah. funnel. Yeah. A differential. Okay. Differential funnel. Got it. Right. Does this yeah. mean, does this mean that this is going to be the first time that Derrick Henry gets a second reception on the year? Uh, unlikely. If Derrick Henry <laughs> he might, he might run for as many yards as like pounds he weighs though. And that's a lot of draft. That's a lot of, dude, that's a lot of pounds. Sammy, yeah. do you know what, uh, what a funnel is when you put it upside down? <laughs> is it a, uh, uh, is it a cap of some sort? It's a, a gnome hat. hat. It's a dunce cap. <laughs> That's right. what we think about funnel defenses on this show. No, no, it's it's a real thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's back to you, head to head GPP boy. Oh wow. Hmm. Hmm. Lineups looking great with Patrick Clarendon. <laughs> yeah, lineups looking good. Oh, so much <laughs> All right, let's get him in. A little correlation play with Patrick Laird, Odell Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> this is good head to head. This is good head to head. This play this in cash, of course. This is actually better than my usual cash lineup. Yeah, so this is like already, already. These we all have players who are projected to uh, see the field. So, <laughs> remember that time? Remember the time Nate played um, Martavis Bryant in cash when he was <laughs> when he was on the Raiders? I remember. That. He got like zero targets. <laughs> he he didn't play. He was he just did not get on the field. <laughs> the model, bro. He had to follow the model. Had to right, follow the model. Cuddle? No, it's me. Uh, uh, that's only one Nate Noling dig, right? We have to get at least two more to hit the over. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to, I'm again, I'm going to hit the uh, Patrick Laird correlation and go Baker Mayfield. Yes. There we go. See, this is, when you build a lineup, you have to tell a story. And mm-hmm. the story that this lineup is telling is Patrick Laird goes for 100 yards and two touchdowns in the first half. The Browns just come out they got, it. Yeah, they got to sling it in the second half. Has to tell a story. This tells a great story. I'm bought in. What's, what's your piece of the story, Tuttle? I don't have a story. <laughs> but, <laughs> cool, I have a cool song, story. but I have a song. Ooh. Oh, I like this. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> he's going back to it no this is actually tilting because uh i can't plug in my my cheap tight end Vance dude sammy was so ready to tout caden smith you guys have no idea we've been talking <laughs> about Kate, we've been talking about caden smith all week way to go tuttle you blew it all man i saved the listeners yeah <laughs> dude this lineup is sharp bro <sighs> Oh man! So so we have we have an average of fifty three fifty to to get a a defense. So if you play Schmalvin Schmara, you can play the uh, the Schmenver Schmonkos against the Schmuffalo Schmills. <laughs> <laughs> That's our way of filling out the lineup without actually filling it. Up. I, I wish DraftKings had a two hundred dollar defense so we could plug in McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah. 
McCaffrey doesn't really fit with the story I'm trying to tell. Yeah, it doesn't really. We, there's only one white running back that we're jamming in this week. <laughs> <laughs> one whitey max. I, I, I call I call Christian McCaffrey Fat Patrick Laird. <laughs> I call Patrick Laird evolutionary Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's talk about some running backs. You guys uh, have obviously talked about the optimal play, Patrick Laird, quite a bit. Um, who who are these secondary guys that we're actually going to jam in? There's a lot of these nasty guys. Tuttle talked a little bit about some of the bad players that jobbed us last week: Miles Sanders, Brian Hill, etc. Davis. Are you going back to your boy in cash? Um, so we adjusted his rates on dailyroto.com. We brought his yards per carry down. We brought his expected market share of the rushes down. We brought, uh, just everything related to Brian Hill. We brought it down. Expected podcast appearances. Expected podcast appearances. And he's still our fourth highest value running back. That's not true. I'm looking at, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, he is projected God. for he is okay. So we have him projected for fifty eight percent market share of the carries, which was less than he had last week. Ten percent market share of the targets, which was what he had last week. We brought his yards per carry down to three point eight, and he is still projected to score fifteen point seven three DraftKings points. Dude, my family has been eating Kraft mac and cheese all week because of Brian Hill. <laughs> humble, bra- humble brag being able to uh, be better than uh, Marishan ramen noodles. No, I mean. <laughs> that, that was a humble brag. Step up that me. was very braggy. Hey. Actually has a, those yeah. were legitimately good and hit the spot. So uh, <laughs> going to say. Um, I will say, Davis, you have to lock button Brian Hill because not only is he your you know podcast guest, but he's going against the funnel defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Panthers were supposed to be a funnel defense, dude. No, I know. I'm just saying that if you try oh believe, reverse funnel because the Buccaneers are the reverse funnel. Reverse funnel, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I I, I gotta South lock America. it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. The conversation doesn't even end with Brian Hill because we have another monumental cuck to deal with in the form of Miles Sanders. Monumental cuck, Miles Sanders. So Miles Sanders played, like, what do you get, 85% of the snaps and had, like, 17 opportunities and and turned it into 6.7 DraftKings points. Is that correct? Yes. You know what they say when Boston, when you got a chance to feed Boston Scott, you got to feed Boston Scott. He's got to do it. He's I think I, I think low key the Eagles want to give him carries because he's short and it like people. I think they're gonna like trick people into thinking he's Derek Sproles or Darren Sproles. <laughs> I think that's why they like him. <laughs> that's um, been that's been my Boston Scott take. I'm in the Discord and Chow thinks Howard <laughs> might play this oh. week, which would put a little damper on the uh, on the Sanders, but uh, don't take my word. Just so, so we're, we're, we're kind of locked into Brian Hill then. That's just, that's just one less epic loser that you don't have to play. Jesus. Uh, can I get a Philip Lindsay take from you, Tuttle? Right at the same price point. Lindsay's like been getting more carries, etc. They don't throw. They don't throw to the running backs anymore, though. Brandon Allen targeting the running backs nine percent of the time compared to Flacco twenty six percent of the time. Too much Noah Fant, bro. We got the coach beat before last game, though. For uh, for Philip Lindsay came true. Was on the field. I think about sixty five percent of the snaps. Saw some pretty decent touch totals as well. Uh, Buffalo, they're another funnel defense, right? Buffalo. 
I think Buffalo is, just is good against everything. No, right? they've been bad against the run. I think um, Pete knows. No, they've they've been. Do bad pe- people people know been. people know that funnel like it's literally it's just people know it's not real. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like, they gotta this know. Like telling, this is like telling kids that Santa Claus is not real. Do not do this. My entire Twitter this, feed is literally color coded charts of where teams give up points. This is literally this is like <laughs> this is like fantasy football analysis from like legit 2015. Like, come on. Buffalo, uh, Buffalo ranks 27th in DVOA against the rush. There you go. Fun. Sammy, can you blow a smoke ring? Yeah. You're, Let me you're, see it. you're Let's damn do it. right. I can do it. Just, just hang out. I got to take a sip of White Walker first. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you you guys go ahead. You know, don't 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 let me hold you up. Well, I mean, okay. So first of all, we all agree Alvin Kamara is like best play of the slate. Both sides, like he he's just the number one play. I'll allow it. Very are, nice. are we not playing Christian McCaffrey? There's no Driscoll to get us there this week. I don't think, bro. There's I'm gonna play Christian Harry. McCaffrey on a week where I shouldn't, and not playing. Well, also. We have Christian McCaffrey projected for 22.6 DraftKings points and Alvin Kamara projected for 22.1. So now, now granted, McCaffrey literally beats his projection. He has failed to beat it only once, um, but it's, like, it's enough to give me pause. Panthers have like an 18 team total. Christ. All right. I'm going to play McCaffrey, I think. Just jam them in. I need to Just, chase those dollars, bro. But how do you how do you get how do you get Julio and Beckham in cash with uh with McCaffrey? I don't think you can Are do you it, like man. Beckham in cash. I feel like he's like almost maybe more of a lock than Julio is. Just play Nikhil Harry, bro. Well, you can. I mean, you can do both. You can <laughs> do all three. You basically need the lineup we made. Earlier. <laughs> yeah. Serious, serious question is: uh, Is Odell and is who are is Julio are either of them even the best wide receivers on their team? Uh, I mean, if Jarvis Landry was Jarvis Landry being at sixty three hundred is like making me question some things about like faith and life and my place <laughs> in the universe and the fact that he's like a legitimately good play at that price is making me question things even more. So I don't know. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, he is going to be overprojected, I think, by every system because they don't realize that he played 58% of the snaps last week and was losing red zone touches to uh, one Mr. Bilal Powell, who I learned this week has been in the NFL since 2012. Was he playing defense before and we just didn't know? I don't, dude, it's like, it's like he's been on, he's been here forever. It's crazy. I don't know. I, 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 I think one of the things about Bell last week is he was kind of on hurt, right? And this year, he's off of the injury report. Do you think that has something to do with it? He's been on the injury report with like four different things. He's had like a shoulder and a knee, and now he's like complaining about being drug tested too much by the NFL. It's like, I don't, and also, I think that this team finally started scoring points. They've scored 34 points in back to back weeks. And uh, the the trend that you can tie there is that they just let Darnold do his thing. They, um, they've been letting him like roll out of the pocket and, uh, you know, doing a lot of like uh, 10 personnel, which I think was always what they should have done. Anyways, and uh, it's working for them. I, I, I do not love Le'Veon Bell as a play this week, and our, our stuff at Daily Road was really high on him, and uh, I, I kind of don't buy it. Total, what do, what do you think about running back? We're going to have kind of some clear chalk. I do think Kamara is going to be the clear chalk. What do you like in GPPs? It's kind of a pivot off that if you're not going with him. 
We actually do have uh, Le'Veon. Jamino and I have Le'Veon as the highest owned running back this week on DraftKings. Wow. Just because of the price point. <laughs> his game logs are pretty solid, even though his efficiency has been not very good. Uh, in his favor, well, in his favor is that he fully practiced Wednesday. I think that's the first time he's fully practiced on Wednesday, I think, this season. Um so, yeah, I do think Le'Veon actually could be one of the higher-owned running backs just because of the price tag on DraftKings. Um, otherwise, Derrick Henry we have up there is one of the higher-owned guys as well. Um, who else do we have? And then Kamara. So we have we have it listed. Le'Veon Bell, 23%. Alvin Kamara, 22%. And then this is the lowest we've had C-Mac this year at 18%. And then Derrick Henry at 16%. When you get CMC that low, does that make you more likely to play him in tournaments because he's the best player and he's not going to be as widely owned? Or is it just one of those points where he doesn't project out that well and he's mega expensive, et cetera? I think you can play him in tournaments. And it, yeah, I'm more likely to play him in tournaments in this spot. I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, at this point, the lack of faith and value on the slate. Like people, I think I, I legitimately think right at this point we're recording this on a Thursday that Nikhil Harry probably is the best option, and we saw your guys' reactions to Nikhil Harry. Like people are going to be playing Tim Patrick. I've seen Tim Patrick touted. Here's the thing about Tim Patrick: absolutely no, do not do that. <laughs> exactly. exactly, that's my point. People are touting Tim Patrick. People will be playing Tim Patrick. I I have I have the the cheap wide receiver that you need to make it all work. Well, there are two guys. And I will tell you, I'll tell you, no, I'll tell you the guy I have saved in my lineup right now. And then I'll tell you the actual good projection play. The guy I have saved in my lineup right now is Randall Cobb and uh, no one else should do that. That's just for me. That's a, that's a gold, that's a gold star Matic play. The guy who actually projects to be a useful player is Nelson Aguilar, who is 4,000 and no one ever plays him because he's like the worst player of all time. But every time he starts and I, and Alshon doesn't play, he gets like 10 targets and he grinds out. 12 DraftKings points. Like that's, that's the cheap wide receiver play. What's Chow saying about uh, Jeffrey? He actually left me a voicemail earlier. He said, Jeffrey parentheses ankle was a limited participant uh, in practice on Thursday. Yeah. And leave your email. All you the cheap guy. Oh yeah. I mean, Alshon's only, he's the same price as Cobb. Yeah. Alshon could be the cheap guy. I'm, I'm guessing I'm Davis does this thing where he eventually comes down to the good play, comes around to the good plays. And I'm guessing once they, they take some new out of their projections at Daily Roto, that he's going to come around and kill Harry. It, I just, I here's, you, here's the thing. Total, I just, I don't know, man. Cast before? What's that? Have you ever I have, listened I have to not. I have not. It, so I can confirm he doesn't actually get back to the good plays. <laughs> That's not something that happens. He will if either TJ or Andrew Wiggins <laughs> talks him into it. I'm pretty sure Kenny he played Kenny Stills only because TJ backed him last week on Kenny Stills. Our stuff, our stuff liked him. The DD Westbrook play that was on me. That was on me. <laughs> Boomer we're, sooner. We're like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta live that lifestyle. I gotta be about what I'm about. <laughs> How hard is it, Davis, when you pull up the salaries this week? You see Dee Westbrook there. At Dude, I, I like I, I I actually Your heart emailed fluttering. I actually emailed my DraftKings uh, VIP player representative and had them just remove Dee Westbrook from my my version of the site. So like when I up like when I get on DraftKings, I just actually am not have to force to look at him. So he could be minimum salary and I would not be able to play him. 
I have the same. It's not really self exclude. It's a it's a it's a DD exclude. It's just a DD exclude. Like uh, the the times I've played DD Westbrook this year in DraftKings cash game, he's gotten zero point zero DraftKings points uh, and left injured, and uh, and five point six DraftKings points, and uh, uh, Debo Samuel, I believe, got twenty four point four. So. I actually have a similar setup with my DK representative and basically the arrangement is they set my balance to three zeros after every single Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's a, there's like a 95% Mike Honcho believes that Davis actually does not have DD Westbrook in his player pool. (laughs) <laughs> and has the ability that, to do that. Who, whoever the person who said Aber Jamari the first time was, um, they they are the person that thinks I for real have that ability to hook up on DK. Hundred yep, percent. All right, Pete. I need more. I need more Chow insight. There's some situations going on. Obviously in New England, we talked about that a little bit with Sanu. Also need to know what's going on in Pittsburgh. Boots on the ground. What's Chow say? Boots on the ground. So it's funny. I was on like an hour call with him. We were going game by game and we got to that Pittsburgh game, like the connection kind of got fuzzy and uh, he kind of cut out. But was this the point where he asked you to enter your email address? Yes, it's it's totally guys. It's totally free. (laughs) All you got to do is put your put your email in and sign up for the site. Yeah, I don't know. So my analysis on this situation is I think I saw one tweet that was like the Steelers might be trotting out one of the worst position groups in the NFL. And I was like, whoa, this seems real. So seems real, bro. So I think you play Vance. I think you play basically who's ever healthy, man. Well, I mean, do we want to have a real conversation about Jalen Samuels? If 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 Dante if Dante Johnson and Juju Smith Schuster and Smith Schuster and Connor are for sure not playing, I think they left the the door open for um, Johnson to play. But I mean, if Connor's out, the wide receivers are out. I mean, couldn't he realistically get ten targets, seven carries? Like, I, I, Sammy, you're the you're the Yinzer, bro. What's up? Uh, boots on the ground, Pittsburgh boots, fan. Boots I on just- the ground. Dude, I cannot play pay seven point two for a guy who's probably not going to get goal line carries. I just, I just think it's too much. In, in the it's context, like, is it is it like playing four wide receivers in cash? I mean, yeah. If none of them are Christian Kirk, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sammy, no Wa- Sammy Watkins over Christian Kirk, the Galaxy Brain play of our <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> Love you, Nate. See you Monday. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just I I like Samuels. I'd play him in my seasonal teams, but yeah, I'm not I'm not paying seven point two on drafting. So, so we've been gotta, talking about running back for thirty minutes and have have neglected to name one play we like other than Alvin Kamara. Uh, Brian Hill, obviously. Patrick Laird. Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. Le'Veon Bell. Eric Henry. Hey, Jalen Samuels has a nice price tag on FanDuel. So you can, I mean, obviously you only get half PPR there, but I think it's it's an easier fit than it is on draft yeah. for sure. Um, I mean, we kind of like filtered into receiver though. Like, can I just ask one question? I mean, is Saquon Barkley dead at seventy nine hundred? I mean, what, what's dude, that price? Yeah, that price is yeah. crazy. You see that price, maybe, and then you're like, maybe if no, he was like, still shouldn't claim forty five hundred. <laughs> Saquon Barkley is dead last in football outsider success rate. He he's been worse than David Montgomery this season. It from makes a per carry standpoint. So, 
so happy to tout Sam Darnold and not Saquon Barkley. It, no, no, it's sad, dude. Honestly, it's sad that it's sad that the Giants drafted him and they just like uh, they're they're just ruining what could like because Saquon is a really fun player and he should have had an awesome career and instead he gets to be this symbol of like like the internet being frustrated with how stupid uh, management is and and no one will ever really get to appreciate how good he is because he he is Gettleman's guy. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's get the show a little bit back on the rails. Wide receiver. Um, Julio is obviously going to be the chalk. Playing him in DraftKings, uh, in in all cash lineups, etc. Tuttle, talk to me a little bit about what you're doing at the high end in tournaments. Are you like eating the chalk, or do you think there's some good pivots up there? Uh, there's some decent pivots. I will say the thing like <laughs> it's tough not to play Julio, but at the same time, like. His target share has been really underwhelming this season. It's only a twenty two percent. Yeah, he's got the he's got the low whopper. Target share is bad this season. Obviously, Hooper out of there should help normalize things a little bit. But still, it's it's like this isn't the Julio of old, but it's a it's a tremendous matchup for him. Um Davis kind of already alluded to it with our cash game or yeah, with our cash game GPP DK lineup. Uh Michael Thomas is probably not going to see a whole lot of ownership just because of the price tag. Yeah, uh, people- I think I, this week I'd rather play Thomas than McCaffrey if I'm looking to get weird because the the price discrepancy still allows you to make better lineups with Thomas, and they're both going to be similarly low owned. Well, t- if you're thinking GPP too, Thomas will get you the leverage off of Camara, who's going to be the highest owned Saints player. So he makes a lot of sense in tournaments as well. Um, but yeah, I think you can still get some decent ownership numbers on even the other side of this Atlanta game. I think it's will be the most popular game to stack, but I think Godwin will probably be the lowest owned receiver of the Evans, Julio, Ridley, Godwin. I think of that grouping, Godwin will be lowest owned. So yeah, I like Godwin quite a bit as kind of a GPP pivot off of some of those other guys. Do you think that Edelman has enough upside in tournaments uh, with all the other guys out? Uh, yes. Yeah. He, his especially price especially on DK, on on DK where he might legit get like 14 receptions if this game gets competitive. I mean, he, he could have the game that people were chasing, the Muhammad Sanu game people were chasing where he legit yep. gets too too soon, bro. Too soon. <laughs> uh I've been I've been drinking all week after Muhammad Sanu. Bro. He owes my family so much money. <laughs> Uh, Davis, you, you said that you liked Randall Cobb, uh, which is completely baffling and perplexing. Talk to me a little bit about what you think of some of the other options, Amari Cooper, perhaps. What do you think of the other options there uh, for Dallas? Well, the reason that I mentioned Cobb is that Amari Cooper only played 55% of the snaps for the team last week and uh, really did not play much in the second half at all. And when the team needed to score, they uh, they found Randall Cobb uh, a couple times. And, and basically, that's been his role this year. He's gotten... He's just gotten all the really like layup, um, like up the seam targets basically. And when he's had a good game, he's just connected on one of those. Probably, probably not a very good cash play. Of course, that's why he's saved in my head to head GPP lineup right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I will, I will say though, uh, I would, uh, I would take Tuttle's money if uh, we were, if we were wagering on low owned wide receivers uh, in the six thousand to seven thousands. I, I think Amari Cooper will be less owned than Chris Godwin. I, I think that Amari Cooper. Like might no, might leg- he might not even be one percent owned in like single entry stuff. Oh, he'll be more than one percent. But no, I was I said of, Just that of the seven Atlanta, case. Yeah, of the no Atlanta game, the four guys in the Atlanta game. All right, Pete. Uh, the the second highest total game is Philadelphia and Seattle. 
both of these teams not so good against the pass. What kind of options from these games do you think you'll be considering in your GPP head-to-heads? So, Sammy, normally Dave will just kind of like give me more of a canvas to work with and not pigeonhole me into just one game. So I'm a little triggered right now. Um, I think the best I can probably do is just like name receivers that are in that game. Um, Tyler Lockett is a receiver. Uh, we talked about the uh, real question. What I mean, I know I'm friends with Chow here, but I mean, is Lockett just is he just good to go? What what did what did Chow say in the Discord? He said, "Please stop texting me <laughs> and don't ever talk to me again." I like you, bro, but don't text me. I like you, bro, but don't text me. Um, <laughs> I like you, bro, but enter your email or I can't talk to you anymore. Big, big time, big time inside joke for Tuttle and I there. <laughs> yeah, was, everyone else, everyone else finding that hilarious. Uh, here's the thing. If, uh, if one Mr. Tyler Lockett, if we get, if we get Intel boots on the ground information that he does not play, um, Josh Gordon, quite cheap on, uh, on DraftKings.com to consider for your head to head GPPs. Him and Nikhil Harry, finally the <laughs> Patriots breakout uh, week. How is the West Coast weed? Is it is it good? Bro, it's so good. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam, Sammy boots on the ground with the, with the West Coast the weed. <laughs> Can tell us if it's in the clouds, bro. <laughs> Will Gordon be lit this week? Hey, on. We do have to talk about one guy that I know Davis likes. His targets over the past four weeks look like a cell phone bar just going up 9 10 11 15 dj moore at 6400 his price tag still hasn't caught up to his role here's the thing about dj moore love him think he's great he might have julio jones disease where he's actually not allowed to score touchdowns by the bylaws of the nfl i don't need touchdowns if i get 15 targets (laughs) yeah if you're playing head-to-head gbps i think he's a pretty strong play 6,400 though. I mean, can we talk? Uh, I'm Curtis Samuels having literally the most inefficient year of like any wide receiver ever. It's crazy. Number one, number one by low model. Every week, every week. I'm sure he actually isn't in it. Surprisingly. No way. Do Josh redacts him, bro. (laughs) Who's who's redacted? Mike. Well, the the real redacted is Mike Williams, but the second redacted has got to be Curtis Samuel. And who, who is the first? Who's the fat guy? Kelvin, uh, Kelvin, Kel, Kel, the fat guy, wait, Mike Williams. So, so is redacted basically like a cheap way of being able to victory lap the guys that hit, but then like taking no credit for the guys that always That's miss. That's what we're. This week is the Josh Herms by a roast <laughs> week, and Tuttle just got the mic. Let's go. Redacted is oh redacted is is Josh saying I do not have a mathematical way to discredit this, but it just feels like this guy sucks to me. <laughs> I don't want this guy on my record. That's not going to win. Not gonna right. Win. Exactly. Uh, total low-priced receivers. Like besides the guys we talked about a little bit, Nikhil Harry, etc. Uh, who are some of the low-priced guys you're looking at? You think can smash? I don't think there's much more out there. Um, we mentioned the potential of Josh Gordon. Um, I'm not playing Randall Cobb. Screw that. Um, I do Randall think Cobb's also- not. Randall Cobb's not even cheap, dude. I'm just flying. No, he's not. My pants here. Forty-eight hundred for Randall Cobb. Eighteen hundred less than Amari Cooper. And he's on the he's on the buy high model, dude. Two straight weeks of a hundred yard bonus and a touchdown. We got the uh, Tyler Boyd squeaky wheel, right? Dude, I'm pretty uh, sure that Ryan thing. Finley Ryan Finley can't quiet a squeaky wheel with that pop gun ass <laughs> arm of his. 
<laughs> well, Auden Tate's basically dead. Yeah. So there's more, even more targets to go around in the Bengals offense. It looks like Ryan Finley is throwing paper airplanes. Tuttle, I do not even know you. Tuttle, I do not even know you if you don't tout Scotty Miller this week. It's true, dude. That's Scotty that's really know. your brand. Six targets last week. Dude, they, I haven't even even checked up on that game, but they, they changed things so often there in, in Tampa Bay between Scotty Miller. For, oh, did, did Perriman get hurt? Did Perriman get hurt? Is that what happened? I don't know. Charles Swamps. It's not good. They just know. changed just... between Perriman, Scotty Miller. Who was the dude I touted really early in the Bobo, year? Bobo. Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> no one no one touting Hunter Renfro? <laughs> no. He's not Hunter I... Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro over the last month of the season is wide receiver 18 in PPR. Yeah, he's cucking Darren Waller. He he, he sent he sent he sent Darren Waller to uh to the woodshed right after right as Nate started playing him at six K. There's three. We hit our over. <laughs> I mean I just want Renfro to succeed because he provides good Twitter drama. So if you're like having a bad DFS week, you can just follow the Hunter Renfro Twitter drama between Scott Barrick and Sp- Barrett and Jeff Collins. Hey, you guys, uh, corporate's corporate's messaging me right now. They say like and subscribe and move on to tight end. No, we got to do that. We got to do the FanDuel team. Yeah. All right. Like like and subscribe below. (sighs) FanDuel, NFL, DraftKings. Don't don't just like it, guys. Smash the like (laughs) button. You guys haven't watched enough vloggers to know how to do this. Yeah. Pete's been well. You've been doing. You've been doing. You've been Pete. You've been doing a lot of research for your head-to-head GPP series. I have. Is that Paul Bunyan over there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. You know, just hacking away. Pete, I've been. Uh, I've been smashing the uh, White Walker button over here. I'm feeling yeah. pretty good. I could tell the way you uh, really jumping around the format of the show. <laughs> yeah, and I'm kind of like slurring everything. I, this yeah. is I wish I wish the Tuttle was drinking Trulies with me. I feel like such a degenerate right now. I haven't had a Truly since <laughs> since the uh, the Truly Blitz show. <laughs> had to cut back on those. At least uh, your experience with that was better than Michael Leone's. I'm pretty sure that Michael Leone's wife like was just like so done with him after his appearance on the Head to Head GPP <laughs> Galaxy Brain Show with uh, Mexico GPP. Even the DMs I was getting from Dink, I thought like Dink was gonna fire Leone or something. It seemed bad over there. Dink, like, Dink had to cover Leone's whole night of NBA alerts. Like, like if Dink had had, like if Dink had had plans or like was like going out that night, like he would have had to have canceled them because Leone was MIA. <laughs> oh my goodness! Just hanging out, praying to the porcelain god. I get it. All right, I Fanduel, Tuttle, start us off, man. FanDuel, let's uh we talked about him a little bit. Let's go with Jalen Samuels here at the nice price tag. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Isn't uh, he like a worse play on FanDuel? He's just a better price point on FanDuel. Yeah, nice price. It's nice. Hmm. Well, nice. because Derrick Henry is eighty four hundred on FanDuel. Isn't uh Fournette seven K though? Yeah, Fournette's a good FanDuel play too. Look at me knowing FanDuel prices. Dude. Yeah, that's impressive. I'm literally, I'm so sharp. It's crazy. Surprised Davis, you even knew how to get to the. How much do you have in your FanDuel account right now? Two hundred seventy-two dollars and eight cents. Oh, I have more than you, bro. I mean, I I've just been uh, since we start since Kitchen started making fun of me. I've just been um, using my FanDuel points I have left over from when I played on this site in college, <laughs> and and this is what I've grind this is what I've grinded it up to. 
Pretty in two weeks, Davis is gonna have a one K on FanDuel. <laughs> I'm not doing a FanDuel, bro. Dude, dude, send me head-to-heads on FanDuel, bro. Actually, don't, because I'm pretty sure every time I log on to this website, it takes me like 19 minutes to do anything because the interface is like, it's like GeoCities, dude. <laughs> and then you can't like click anything because there's just that thing. It, it's it's the, 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 click here for latest news and offers. Like, <laughs> no, no, I don't want to click there. You guys know this show is sponsored by FanDuel, right? <laughs> it's sponsored by, it's sponsored by head-to-head GPPs on DraftKings. <laughs> that was a really good voice crack. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the hot take of Davis. Davis, who, who are you taking? Are you taking Fournette? Oh, uh, no, I'm not going to take Fournette. Um, I am going to take... Oh, dude. Bo Scarborough. Oh, I knew you. I knew it for some reason. I knew oh, it. Oh, my God, David. I just knew it. And you get mad at me for bringing over my season-long takes. <laughs> Oh, I love Bo Scar. This dude, he's huge. He's like 6'4", 240. He's like Fournette, but built instead of fat. <laughs> this is the running back that has captured oh your heart and imagination? Oh, my God. He's no, you're right. He is no Patrick Laird. Oh, God. If we could just jam in Patrick Laird as our third. Dude, Scar- Scarborough, Scarborough legit. I think that was the most efficient. And I think that was the most points scored on the ground by any Detroit Lions running back this year. I mean, anytime you can just get the Driscoll Scarborough teammates. That's, yeah, that, that's a, that's dude. That zone read is unstoppable. Yeah. It's like, I why mean, would you why would you play Brian Hill? In the highest uh, point total game of the week, when you could have Bo Scarborough for nine hundred more dollars, dude. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a picture of Bo Scarborough, and you're gonna see why. Dude, look at his picture on Fanduel. His shoulders are so wide. <laughs> he is huge. We should just pick based on pictures. <laughs> I call Bo Scarborough fat Bo Scarborough. Dude, look at Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is swole. Was All right, I'm, I'm taking a, I'm taking Caden Smith. I'm jumping in here. We're having oh, Caden Smith line now. <laughs> so play this in all your head-to-head GPPs. I didn't think our lineups could get worse with Soccer Dave off the show. Hey, I, hey, Davis, what do you think the odds are that I play Caden Smith in cash games? Assuming that he's 2,500 on DK, and you, you, you're going to try and find a way to play McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, and uh, and, and Keel Harry, and Caden Smith are going to be a big part of it. I that literally just figured I, – I didn't know who Caden Smith was until Sammy just said his name. He, what is he, the third string tight end? First. Uh, a, well, he's the first string tight end. I yeah. need a – so in baseball, baseball season, Sammy's like a wizard with prospects. So do we have, <laughs> uh, do we have a, case, a Caden Smith's uh, scouting report, Sammy? Yeah, we do. So Caden is like a really cool name. And so I think in high school, like <laughs> dude, he was just bagging a bunch of chicks and he's got a bunch of confidence and it's just lit. And this is his coming out party. So, so, uh, so he, ran a, he, he ran a 4.9240. Um, Are you on player profiler? Because I can't even find. Yeah, him. he's not even on player profiler. <laughs> you, you spelled you spelled thing. you spelled Kate you spelled Caden wrong. No, he wasn't um, even well, on player profiler. He's not also, on. he's not a player. Is the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. He was basically a right tackle at Stanford and um, is a rookie tight end who's going to start because Rhett Ellison has a concussion and Evan Ingram has a hurt foot. Well, good news is Caden Smith is ready to go out, compete, and have fun. 
<laughs> Cisco 49ers website. That's know. right. And then there's going to be chicks after the game for good old Caden. That's what I say every time I submit my single entry lineup. Just want to go out, have fun. And then there's never chicks after the game. <laughs> All right. So so we have a pretty nice cash lineup here on FanDuel. Started Jalen Samuels, Bo Scarborough, Caden. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> this has to be the worst lineup in full cast history. Dude, are you too? I'm I'm registering this in the hundred dollar single entry on FanDuel faux show. Let's see it over. What how can you make this team any better? Uh, well, so here's the thing. Like, if you guys want to know how the sausage gets made, you play way too much Baker and Odell on DK. So then you come over to FanDuel and you have to hedge it out with some Nick Chubb. So there you go. Nick Chubb, Dude, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb is like, like guy. Chubb he's like the leading candidate to have people just like tilting on Twitter being like, what are they doing? Why isn't Nick Chubb out there on the goal line? He's oh, no. Josh Jacobs. Kareem Hunt caught another touchdown. <laughs> Kareem Hunt still with his- saw it. 27 carries last game for Chubb. And zero targets, I think, right? One target, one target. Yeah. yeah. Still 27 touches. That's probably a throwaway, too. <laughs> like 10 of those carries legit came on the last two drives, though. If you go if you go yeah. look at it, it's it's like they were just like, okay, we're, we're putting Kareem Hunt back on ice. <laughs> All right, riveting tale. Uh, All right, back, uh, back to me. Yeah. Back to me. They're never going to let me back on the show again. <laughs> Let's go with. Do we want QB or wide receiver? I like I like receivers, man. Okay, well, I mean, if we're if we're playing Caden Smith, then we obviously have oh, to no. bring it. We have oh. to bring it back. Oh yeah, with Allen Robinson and Mitchell. I, I really thought you were going to say Taylor Gabriel to fit the theme wow. of the rest of the lineup. No, Trubis- Trubisky to Allen Robinson sack. We're not playing Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> yeah, we, we are. Davis, we have to in this lineup. I mean, look, it's already look, the grossest look, thing I've ever seen. I'm playing this in the Millie Maker for sure. Look, Bo Scarborough. The, the hell you are, Tuttle, or else we're, we're chopping it. Like, yeah, we're, du- we're, all, we're all duping this. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Bo Scarborough and Caden Smith were just legit good plays. Trubisky is a step too far. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 Davis stops after Caden It's correlation. Smith. Like, that's it's correlation. It's true. Correlation does make Trubisky better. Okay, so it's my pick then? Yep. All right, I'll play. Um, Play the best plays, Mike Evans. It's lit. Uh, I'm going to go. Pretty sure we can play whoever. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's let's just jam in like Philip Dorsett and then play like <laughs> the five grand. Well, if, if, if you want, at if you want, you could go. You could go Shmijay Schmark and um, the Schmershmoyans uh, against uh, the Washington professional football team. If you want to fill, this, fill lineup this out, we can fill this lineup out. It's FanDuel. It's DraftKings that has the the TLS. oh the terms of service. Ah, yeah, right. got it. Okay. So who are we picking at wide receiver? Whose turn is it? Uh, it's it's mine, but I'm not picking a receiver. I'm picking the Bengals defense at 3,800 because I want a defense against Mason Rudolph. I, I just want them to beat him over the head all day. And uh, so, so they are actually like one of the better point per dollar plays on DraftKings specifically too at 2100. Yeah. Oh, DraftKings at 2100. They're great. I'll probably play them in cash. Man, that leaves a. I will say that leaves us a little awkward here, though. Yeah, can we get up to Julio? No, we don't. We don't want Julio. This is a cash lineup. 
<laughs> Julio's too volatile for cash. Yeah, too too volatile, bro. Um, yeah. So, so if we did get up to Julio, <laughs> <laughs> dude, we could just go down to Godwin from Evans. That works too. I'm down with that. Davis, Millie Maker. Yep. Here it is. Uh, like hey, hang on, busy. No, no, no we have Jalen Samuels against our ba- our defense. I'm dropping. I'm dropping Bengals to Jets. Oh, this is... Let's all run our own slight variation okay. of this, and then we'll yes. sweep the top of the millie. I'm gonna go. Cross, I'm gonna go. We can cross book it so we can split the 300k. All right. So we're all go... putting this in the Sunday million, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm going Bo Scarborough, JD McKissick correlation play. <laughs> <laughs> Scarborough, Scarborough gets them up in the first in the. It's never mind. I, yeah, that would be reverse. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't even know how you can spin that correlation. Yeah. I'm gonna put in Washington defense on that because you need to be able to tell a story. Okay. I'm I'm taking out Chubb. I'm putting in Laird so I can afford the Bears defense with Trubisky and Allen Robinson. <laughs> I mean, I don't see how we don't win. Let's talk about tight end a little bit. I'm sure there are good plays out there besides Caden Smith. I'm not there sure actually, who there are. actually aren't. There are uh, zero good tight end plays. We have on on DraftKings. We have one tight end with a positive value, and it's point zero four. Uh, Zach Ertz. Yeah. I don't think you can play Ertz in cash though. He's six K. No. What do you think about Goddard? If if uh, you know Jeffrey ends up playing, he's probably like honest to God. I never thought I'd say this, but he's probably just a lock. Really? Even if Jeffrey plays? So these are your choices if you don't play. Give me Vance. Give me Vance over Goddard. Give me Gusecki over Gusecki Goddard. Over what is Goddard. everyone's yes. fan? Why does everyone love Goddard? He gets like four targets a game. He has to get in the end zone. And Gusecki is doing what? Check it. Check it. Go ahead. Six, tar- six targets a game. Oh, the ass. Since how's he? What is his um uh his before and after the asterisk tweet from uh, from Silva? Uh, I, mean, I, I haven't looked into those splits. How are we looking? Um, here, I'll, I'll say this. Actually, the uh, the Mega Mind play is Noah Fant, who has the second or the actually the most targets on the Denver Broncos since Emmanuel Sanders was traded and had a thirty percent target share last week. Not not even a Mega Mind play, just a flat out good play. Like Fant is actually good. I think playing Brandon Allen's tight end uh, on the road at the Buffalo Bills is indeed a Mega Mind play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defensive matchup against tight end. You got to consider that for sure. It's more. It's more like. Uh, it's more like uh, a kid from Arkansas playing outside in November in New York, uh, trying oh. to target <laughs> the Arkansas. Home. <laughs> yeah, we got. Are you afraid that? Are you afraid that Patrick Milano and like Jordan Poyer are going to cover my, him well? My boots, my boots just got on the ground so hard. I think they're <laughs> stuck in the ground right now. Defenses don't matter, but hometowns do. Brandon Allen also probably is not from Arkansas. It's just where he went to college. <laughs> All right, no, true. Other other tight end takes. Let's wrap this up quick. I've been I've been running a loose show. Let's be honest. I mean, he can't play Waller. I don't think. Um, nope. Nope. He's, his, his target share is just dead. Uh, what does Delaney Walker cost? If he's back this week, I would maybe be kind of interested in him. He's not uber cheap. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. I would. I would say he's like kind of in that same Goddard um, font. Like it's just like he's either going to get you six DraftKings points or score a touchdown. Pete, can you open up the buy high model and tell me uh, where Cameron Brait ranks right Dude, now? He it, he destroyed the model. The model actually redacted every single other name and just put Cameron Brait <laughs> in sparkling gold and 
<laughs> letters. Sparkling gold letters. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? Like, is OJ Howard just like dust there? Or, yeah, he's done. He's done. yeah. So I think I think Bray actually might be a legit play because if if Perryman is going to be on the bench and Howard's going to be on the bench, Jameis has actually shown like he'll throw he'll throw to Cameron Bray. Unlike he, Howard. he doesn't like Howard. I saw an interesting. If I can, uh, if I can give make make my first real point of the show, I saw this really interesting tweet today showing how OJ Howard's route tree changed from last year to this year, and basically he went from running a ton of like nine routes um, and post routes to running like a ton of out routes. Which like I can't think of a quarterback who wants to throw a six yard out less than Jameis Winston. So like. It's kind of like Arians just didn't want him to be targeted that much. That's a that's a great film take, Davis. I'm, yeah, I'm happy that you brought that. Was, film. That had nothing to do with film. It, I I saw a statistical uh, plotting of of all of his targets and all of his routes ran. So Davis was grinding the film late at He's night. Been, Davis has been watching so much. <laughs> He's film. charting the game by himself. The only film I've watched is Patrick Laird at the University of California. Grown ass man. Who else? Tight end, Tuttle. You got some takes besides uh, EIEO? No, he's a, he's a legit good player this week. Nobody else to add, though, than what we already said. I th- I do think Isaki's all right. Um, FanDuel, you, you can't play Ertz because of the softer cap. So I know he is the better or best tight end play on the slate from raw projection standpoint. So FanDuel, Ertz, DraftKings, I think you're probably stuck in that 3.4 to the 4K range. All right, DST takes. Let's make them hot, Pete. Here's your canvas. Your canvas is the entire league. Who do you want? The hot take is yeah. I'm probably just punting with the Bengals defense at 2100 on DK. Uh, oh yeah, give me that Mason Rudolph, baby. Is that? I don't even know if that's hot. Tuttle, is that going to be really popular? The only thing that may not make it as popular as it should be is I think a lot of people will play Denver. The third 2400 on the road against Buffalo. So I, I think, I don't think Bengals will be chalk. I think in higher stakes, they'll be chalkier, but I don't think in low stakes, they'll be chalky. I mean, and part of the reason I want to play the Bengals is just because I need someone to smash in Mason Rudolph's head. Just after what he did the other night, I have been mm-hmm. so fired up, and I'm going to play a Bengals onslaught. To he get is back. such a chud. Mason Rudolph, <laughs> he's, he's Rudolph schoolboy bitch, bro. Like, boots on the ground, Sammy. Is he a schoolboy bitch? Boot, boots on the <laughs> ground. Really how much? Like... How much do you hate having him as your team's quarterback? Like, how miserable is it to know he sucks and he also is like a horrible person? I was so mad that like he didn't get concussed on that helmet. <laughs> <laughs> It was so close to Devlin, the Duck Hodges time. And I, I've been praying for this for weeks. And, like, it just bounced off his head like no big deal. I was really upset. I, I would have liked to see his head just, like, come straight off. Like, if it knocked his block off, I would have been the happiest person on earth. No lie. <laughs> how did how did the show go with Sammy? Yeah, he uh... – Said he wanted to see a guy get decapitated, but other than that, it would get. I don't know how. I don't know how corporate he was praying for a guy to get concussed. How is corporate going to see this show and then ask Dave to come back? They're going to be like, dude, if you need to like take some time, like if you just want to let say, like we need you, we need you in creative, Dave. What we need you is we need you to really excel in your role as creative director here at Roto Grinders and to focus more of your efforts on that. We think that that hour a week that you do this full cast would be better used with you know you being at the office, boots on the ground. 
really working on uh, the creative direction of Rotor Riders. Okay, first off, he's going to be sick at least three more times, so it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's a good point. Second, probably, probably I, I've been to the RG offices a couple times. Dave does more playing of this uh, volleyball tennis <laughs> table game than anything else in the actual office. The only bummer thing we should have done for, you know how, you know, ESPN used to have the booger mobile. If we would have just had Dave bedridden and like thrown <laughs> to him in his bed for just like three times during the show. It's like, I like AJ Brown in the GPP. I'm on a hospital bed. <laughs> it's like, who was the a college coach? The, yes. the Liberty coach. That yeah. they rolled him out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I am dying. I'm dying. Any other takes real fast? We need to get out of here. Uh, make sure make sure to get yourself some Oakland Raiders, New York Jets game stacks. That that game's going to have at least seven touchdowns scored in it. Wait, we need, a, we need a Tuttle. A we need a Tuttle's terrible takes to kick us out. Does Harry qualify or no? You make it sound like it's such a good play, so I guess it does. I know, you guys, but, but based on you guys, I think it qualifies. No, I'm literally writing him up in my column, so that's not bad enough. I don't have anything bad enough currently. Hey, God, give me real talk. Am I insane to play Patrick Laird on DraftKings? Yes. Come on. <laughs> no. Yes. He's 3,400. No, he had six catches last week. His snaps doubled. Balage sucks. They're 10 and yes. a half dogs. <laughs> no, it's Laird's season. Yes. I Dude, don't even. They're they going okay. to kick Balage out, and Laird's going to get like 15 carries and <laughs> targets. So if, if, we're, if we're being serious, yes. Laird is way too loose of a play for cash games, but in cash game head to head GPPs, he is. Smash lock button. Yeah, that's all I needed to hear, dude. He he's not on the buy high model. Frisco Josh probably doesn't even know who he is. He doesn't. He does. Yeah. One last Frisco Josh dig before we get out of here, you guys. This was it. Bye, Soccer Dave. Be sure to at him on Twitter at Soccer Dave. Just tell him that uh, you know, you don't want him on the show anymore. To enjoy the rest of his life, bedridden. Um, that's it, man. Like and subscribe. Hit that smash button. This has been the Soulcast. Peace out.